What's up, everybody? Welcome to Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. Let's jump right into some things. I'm hosting a Steel Mace workshop. If you have not gotten your tickets, go over to Eventbrite and get them now. It is the Imposed Will Steel Mace workshop on February the 9th, which is right around the corner, guys. It's coming up quick. So don't wait. Tickets are only $45. Spots are limited. It is at the Primal Gym here in St. Louis. Get your tickets now. Hey, guys, where are you getting your CBD from? Have you heard of CBD? If you aren't going to Jumbo Superfoods to get your CBD, let me tell you about them because that's where I get all mine from. So CBD, cannabidol, one of the many compounds found in the cannabis plant, but don't worry, it is not THC. You will not have a failed drug test because of this compound, but what you will have are a ton of benefits. It's helped people with Parkinson's. It's helped people with epilepsy. It's helped people with depression and anxiety. There's a whole bunch of different benefits that can be had from this particular compound. I enjoy using it topically in a muscle bomb. I get it from Jumbo Superfoods, and I put it on my muscles, on my joints, it's particularly my fingers and my like my elbows, my knees, my ankles, just anywhere that's sore after jujitsu is where I apply it, and it has been game-changing. I think you guys will notice a big difference, too, if you give it a try. Go over to jombocbd.com. You can use code IWILL at checkout, and you'll save 10%. So go check them out. jombocbd.com. Use code IWILL at checkout and save 10% off your entire order. All right, my guest today is Chris grinds i met chris through a mutual friend back in the day and um, i talk about that a little bit on the podcast but he is a entrepreneur and entrepreneur i hate when people fuck that up when they use a and an in the wrong spot i mean does it really matter or is it just me just being a snob i don't know but either way he is an entrepreneur he's out here trying to make his own his own way in the world he's a hip-hop artist he is a skateboarder and i enjoyed sitting down talking to him i think you will as well so Enjoy, folks. One, two, one, two, 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 two. Yeah, you're used to mic checks. Yeah, I do this a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. All right. Chris Grines. My we man. Yes. We're in your skate shop. Yes, we are in the Sanctuary Skate Shop. I mean, it's technically not my skate shop. It's just that I manage it. My skate company is called Confiscated Nation, and I always wanted a skate shop as a kid, so it's like yeah, I got the opportunity because this was low-key a distressed business, you know? Uh-huh. So, like, if it, if I wasn't here, it wouldn't even exist anymore. It's a lot of kids that, like, are counting on me to do stuff. Like, yeah, I got a kid sponsored by Thief Truck, so. Yeah. I mean, hell yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> it's about... Uh, just kind of uh, making your passions your life. Basically, yeah. the more passions that you have, the more opportunities you have to make money. It's just that people, uh, I think they get caught up in the consumer aspect of whatever their passion is. But this, yeah. it's a it's a two-edged sword. It's, yeah, it's what do you mean the consumer coin. aspect? Okay, so it's like this. If you like hamburgers and you spend money on hamburgers all the time. Yeah. Chances are you should buy a place that sells hamburgers because <laughs> you eventually get the hamburgers for free and you get to make money off of what you love. So you're happy. They're happy. Everybody's happy, you know? So yeah. 
Example, skateboarding. I love skateboarding. I've been skateboarding like, since I was like, I don't know, what, 11 or something like that? Yeah. Like, it was a long time ago. Yeah, middle school you started? Yeah. Yeah, man. I did too. I was a fat kid. I broke a lot of boards. I would try to like acid <laughs> drop in on things and I'd always snap the board. That was like my friend Mark. <laughs> That's cool though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't fat no more. No, <laughs> so not anymore. You, you did your thing. Oh. But I, um, I, um, what? Uh, I started the shop and, and I wasn't really skating. When I uh, took the shop on, for real, I was really out of shape. Yeah. There's a lot of moves that took me too many times to try to do. It wasn't like I couldn't do it, but it was just like, oh, man, I suck right now. Yeah. And that's a self-confidence kind of thing. So, like, by being in the shop, it gave me time to just go skate in the garage and get myself together for about, like, a year, like a year's training. So now I feel like I'm up to part of just do regular stuff. But I'm yeah. I'm not trying to do nothing too crazy. I want to get hurt. I got a kid to watch. You know? Yeah, for sure. Well, <laughs> you got to have the endurance, too, right? I yeah. mean. I can imagine if you're out there skating for um, how long is the skate like when you go skating? How long do you go for? Is it like two, three hours? How long are you out there? It's skating? at least a couple hours. Right, I yeah, imagine because if you're skating in the streets, you're going from this spot to that spot. But I mean, you take a lot of breaks. I don't know. I don't know. If you're at a skate park, you'll be skating your life away because like there's too many obstacles put in one space, so it gives you an incentive to want to try it, which is gonna make you bend your knees more. This is basically a squat. Every trick you do, you're doing a squat. Yeah, and then you pop. Yeah. That's how you pop. So, like, legs, leg day. For I, sure. I never do leg day. Because, like, <laughs> skateboard day is leg day. That's every day. Damn. So, you started in middle school, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever compete when you were younger? Yeah, man. Actually, uh, <laughs> I won a skateboard contest at the Mills. Oh, <laughs> I got first place before. I won a DGK board. It was the Afro Pick board. That's what's up. That was before the, uh, that was before the, uh, the skate park turned into Plan 9. That's okay. when it was the... The ESPN X Games skate park at the mills, and they were using it to like sell it and pitching and all that stuff. Yeah, and I think they got in trouble for using ESPN's name because some licensing yeah, issue or whatnot. Licensing issue had to be because after that, like ESPN's name was dropped. They had shut it down for a minute. All these ramps were inside. Kids were bummed out. Like, what's going on? Bro? Yeah, are yeah. they? There's still a skate park out there, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, it's uh, it's called Earth and Surf. Uh, the skate shop Future Skate took it over. So okay, yeah, it's Future Skate technically the skate shop, but they call it Earth and Surf for the skate park. You know, I mean, it's just. A new name switch. I mean, it's it's no different to if uh, the guy who owns this whole building decides, you know what, Chris, I'm just going to back out completely. I'm done with this place. Right. I don't know if I want to keep my brand going. And then I say, well, okay, now this is the confiscated skate shop. It's right. Yeah, you just same take it thing. over. That's yeah. exactly what happened with ESPN X Games Skate Park. It went from that to Plan 9 to Earth and Surf. Yeah. You know. Just a new name. Same space. Just different like the, the club life. Right. <laughs> we got a new club. What is it? Oh, man, you're talking about the old. It's the same thing. The same thing. Yeah, man, yeah. Hey, do you remember those magazines? I don't know if they're uh, still around. Was it like CCS? Oh, yeah, I used to get a lot of CCSs when I was a kid. I got some thrashers behind you. It's like a little rack, like literally behind you. It's a bunch of little thrashers and then like some steel drums and stuff. But CCS? Yes, I used to get those every like month or whenever they sent them. Before I was getting CCSs? Yeah. And this might make me sound like a super OG in the skate community, but I was getting Monster Skate magazines. I never man. heard of it. Like it was like a full magazine. Like it was like CCS was smaller. Yeah, it was saving like a, paper. It was but like a shopping catalog too. I mean, that's yeah. all. Really, I just like to look at all the boards. It was the J.C. Penney Sears book for skateboards. It before really the was. internet for real. That's true. Yeah, man, it had all these sick ass boards. And then shoes, and then they trucks. They still come out if you order them, but like, and they always were free. So like, when I was yeah. a kid, I'd be so excited because I'm like, yes, 
Yeah. Free skate ads. Dude, I I um I ordered that magazine and I was just waiting, I was waiting, I was waiting. It felt like forever that you had yeah. to wait for it to come in. Like an episode of Dragon Ball Z when it was on uh the WB. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Every week. Oh my god. <laughs> uh but so yeah, I was waiting and like it never came. So like yeah. I called and I was like, Man, where's my magazine? Where's my magazine? So then they sent me they like I guess overnighted it with some stickers. Oh, you I was, was geek. I was like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Skateboarders love stickers, you know. Yeah, I, man. I mean, I, I don't know what what people don't like stickers. Like, I think stickers are better than business cards. Yeah, because like you're gonna stick it. If you're gonna stick it, you're gonna stick it somewhere you want to stick it. Little man. Oh man. Here, let me see that. So for the folks listening, we're chilling in the skate shop. Oh, um, we're we're here with Chris's son Vincent. He's chilling in the background. So that's that's what you're hearing right now. He's yeah. he's, he's doing his own little thing right now. I think that's dope that you have him here. That's man, look. Right? I mean, this is why I I am doing what I am doing. First off, like number one, I'm never out of character because it's not a character. It's like you have to try to make yourself into something that people can relate to. So, yeah. with that being said, I can't put on take off the hat of myself because being yourself is a job. Then I put on this hat for AT and T or Sprint yes. or oh, somebody dude, else. I've done it, and now I have too. I used to work at Cricket at one point, so I know how it is. You're having a fucked up day. All these kinds of things are going on, but that doesn't have anything to do with this person that wants to buy a new cell phone. And you have to sell these yeah. features and all of this stuff, and you got to be high, you got to be nice, and all of this stuff because you're not supposed to reflect the company. I mean, companies and corporations are cool if if they give you like individuality, but if you're like, oh, you can't even be human, it's like. They don't really value you, you as a human, then, like. Yeah. Well, I definitely, um, yeah. I mean, you, I definitely always try to keep in mind that uh, everybody's just a human, right? And yeah. If somebody's having a bad day, I try to sympathize with them. Yeah. It's it's usually nothing that I did, so I try to keep that in mind always. But I just I hate how and you grew up in the Midwest, right? Right yeah, here. So I'm born you and know, raised. growing up, it was always, um, dude. You're supposed to graduate high school, and you're supposed to go to college, and you're supposed to get a degree. And if you don't do those things, then you're just like a loser. You're not gonna be successful. You're not gonna be anything. You're gonna be a loser. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and I don't care what school you went to. Even say like even if you went to a school where maybe like a not like not a lot of people went to college. The ones that did go to college, just like, oh, dude, they're going to college. Like they're yeah. gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna make it, right? Yeah. So that's that's what and that's what society always tells you. You're it's supposed- a hierarchy chain. It's right. Like you go from your parents and their authority to school authority to extended school authority. Yeah. To work authority. At what point do you ever become free? Yeah, man. I mean, you're just always playing somebody else's game in that scenario, right? Exactly. So, so that's why this scenario is different. I like. I don't want to be in a work environment where I can't bring my kid. Because yeah. if you look back in the past, the kid would learn the skills from their dad, whatever skill it was. If they were a blacksmith or right. some type of wood crafter or something right. like that, the kid is there as an aid. But if you're a part of a company or corporation, we don't care about your kid. Get a babysitter. No, we don't care if we have right. enough money to pay for y- your kid to have someone to watch him. That doesn't have anything to do with me. You signed this contract to work for nine seventy-five an hour. Make it work, pal. And that's right. and that's business. It sucks. It dehumanizes people. It dehumanizes situations. Yeah. It just makes people. I mean, I don't know, man. It makes me upset. But well, at the <laughs> at the end of the day, it it's kind of it's kind of presented like that's the only way, and it's really not. It is. It, not. It's like it's a way. Sure, if some people. Some people really do love that. Uh, they love that setup. They love that structure, that corporate setting. And if that's for you, that's totally cool. 
But that's just a way. Like, it's not the only way. That's there, being another brick in a wall, like the Pink Floyd song. Right, yeah. I you, mean, yes, you want to be a part of this big-ass wall. Yeah, and it's it's false security at the end of the day. It's false security. Yeah, for I, wor- sure. I worked at Express Scripts for five and a half years. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah, dude, and I was killing it. Like, I was like a project manager, and uh, things just changed. So I was let go. And this did is. You know how to learn how to, did you learn how to run a company, though? Did I learn how to run a company? I learned a lot of good things there. Um, so there's, there is that. But I, my point is I went the, the whole path of getting the degree, getting the master's, going the corporate route. Mm. And it doesn't really, like for me, it didn't pan out. You know what I mean? Which is like. It usually th- doesn't because you're putting your livelihood in the hands of some big wig with some money who has a company and some ideas that may want to give you a little extra if you make things yeah. happy for them. Right. Well, what I learned was it's just a perceived, like, comfort. It's, like, it's perceived um, security, yeah. right? It's not real. It can go away to, at any time. Like the Matrix. Exactly, like the there Matrix. There is no spoon. You know what I mean? There is no 401k. Dude, the the, ol- <laughs> <laughs> the older I get, the more that movie makes sense. Oh, yeah, it resonates. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's what that means. And, that was, and like, you can just see different layers as you as you learn to look at the world differently. And everybody is not ready to be woken up. Dude, I'm telling so you. So it's like if you're – I don't know, man. It's exactly what they said. And not that pseudo-woke shit. I don't, yeah. Not hashtag woke. Yeah, and I, that's another thing. Like, just because you don't know every fucking thing that's going on doesn't mean that you're not aware. Being woke is being aware. There's yeah. a government shutdown going on right now. Yeah. People are not getting paid for working for the government. We're talking about job security right now. If people who are serving this country to make sure that you can get the things and live the way that you're living are, if they are in trouble and their funds are at stake, that means that your funds are at stake too because if they don't care about them, they don't care about you. At the end of the day, it's about, hey, well, our store has 30 self-checkout units, so we don't need any cashiers anymore. We only need two cashiers to oversee it. Yeah. How many jobs were lost? Yeah. And a lot of things are, I mean, things are automated more and more every oh, day, yeah. right? You know, so at a certain point, when as like a society do we say, you know, work isn't the most important thing? You know what I mean? In the sense of, well, cars are going to be, are, we have self-driving cars, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens once we get that figured out and all of our, our uh, like 18-wheelers are automated? Well, we're already here, my friend. Right. How many people are going to lose their jobs? So as a society, we we value work so much, right? But we're in a social, like we, we went from the industrial age to the information age. I mean, we're in somewhat of a social age right now because the information is providing us the opportunity to skip industrialization. Right. In fact, robots are doing a lot of our jobs. So that gives us the chance to do what? Be social. That's why everybody's on Snapchat. Everybody's on Instagram. Everybody's on Facebook trying to do what? Socialize because there's still human engagement. is human interaction. So people are making like social media personalities out of themselves. They have become the capital. Instead of them saying, hey, I have to work for a trucking company. They're like, hey, people are I have traffic coming to my page and people are telling me, hey, tell them about my trucking company because I know that there's a million people that are going to check out your page a day. Yeah, um, that I mean, that's a little bit. There's definitely a. Uh, yeah. We're presented with something different, right, with social with social media because now the middleman's cut out, like, as far as exposure to a degree, right? But the thing is, the middleman is now you because, like, your audience is different from my audience. 
Everybody right. doesn't like the same stuff. You know what I'm saying? Some people like Naruto and right. hate Dragon Ball Z. That's the beauty of the internet, right? So mm-hmm. y- you can find your interest. And, um, I mean, there's 330 million people in, in the U.S. So if you think about somebody who has 1 million followers, that's not even 1% of the U.S. population. Oh, but that's oh. a hell of an influence if exactly. you organized. Exactly. So you don't really need that many people when you think about it as far as how many people are actually available in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you're bringing value, people will find you. And you, I mean, there's a lot of strategies there. So yeah. socials definitely has, has changed that. But I mean, as far as automation, I mean, what do people do all day? I mean, not everybody can get paid on social, right? So that that's where things can get kind of conflicted, right? Because all know. these people who don't have jobs, it's it's. I think that it's just a matter of like where are priorities? Like, mm. if if people aren't working then that frees up time to pursue more meaningful things, right? So right. you can build, because that's what you're pursuing, right? You're, things that are meaningful to you, mm-hmm. right? So you're building your life around skating, your passions, right? So you have a business, you have, you, you know, you've, you've built it around skateboarding and uh, you, your music mm-hmm. and different, you know what I mean? Not everybody does that. So many people go to a job every day that they hate just to make money. Right. But that sets you back because the thing is, people are trapped. They think that money is the thing that's going to free them to let them try their passions. Just because I'm doing this doesn't mean that I'm uh, a super above water. I may just be breaking even. But yeah. you would rather break even in your passions than to be in debt in a place that you hate because you don't yeah. see a way to get out. Yeah, dude. And that's the thing, man. Um, you know, it's it's real tempting, right? That uh, that little carrot that the corporate yeah. gave. Dude, oh, yeah. You know, you got your 401. And you, you seem have your, secure. I right. $80,000 a year. I should be okay. Yeah. Well, you know, and money is just one piece of it, right? I mean, so many people have, have solved the money game, but they haven't solved, like, their internal self. Yeah. And then that's when people are super unhappy. Mm. And and I think the struggle and uh, the constant, uh, you know, up and down and and uh, just the, yeah, just the, the constant grind of building a life that you want. You know what I mean? Because ultimately, like, you don't want to be broke forever. None of us do. No, you don't. You just want to turn yourself into capital because every human has value. We are all valuable to someone or something. Yeah. We are valuable. If we're not valuable to our peers, we're valuable to some kid because kids are being neglected left and right. Right. And it's just people have to have their their passions in the the right place. There's a skate park that's going to be built around the corner from here. I'm... I'm on the board because I'm trying to make sure that the exactly. thing is right. Yeah. Other kids who yeah. follow me on Instagram, they actually showed up to it. Yeah. You know and some of these same kids have been in my shows and stuff. So they have to see you on multiple levels. They see me in in a artist standpoint. They see me skating. They see me active in the community to right. do something for them. These are the types of things that make people support you. Because I mean, like everybody, if everybody supports everybody, everybody will be cool. But people have to have a reason to support you. Right. Yeah. And community is key. Right. So it's all about providing value. Right. So I mean, mm-hmm. you're bringing value to your community, um, and you're just trying to help those around you. Right. So. There's going to be struggle with that, and there's going to be a building process. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, whenever you provide enough value, like, the money part will come. It always does. It so always does. To, like, you just had to weather that storm it. and just keep grinding, keep grinding. Yeah, right? because if you can't weather the storm, what are you going to do in the storm when, with the money? Right. You're going to be like Leonardo DiCaprio on right. that boat on Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the coin loose? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm not going to die sober. Struggling. <laughs> 
Yeah, dude. I mean, so many people, like, whenever they make money, like, too easy and they don't, like, learn any lessons along the way. Oh, yeah. Fool with his money will soon be departed. Yeah. That's facts. 100%, dude. It's facts. (laughs) So, bringing that full circle, it's cool that little man's here, right? Because he's, like, he's seen what it takes to to build the life that you want to live. He's Mm -hmm. seen that there is another way to do that, right? You know what I mean? Like, I want to get him paid off of uh, making videos, playing with toys, like, other kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I definitely have some things that I need to get I need to uh act on with the kids. I got two little ones. Yeah, like ten man. and eight man. Oh well we can set it up, man. Like play dates and stuff like that. I mean it's just showing how kids should interact with other kids because it's not just about kids, it's about humans, it's about people. These are people so that's how you should conduct yourself. These yeah. Are, you know. Yeah, dates, I mean we're all you know? people. Yeah. We're all people at the end of the day. Yeah. We like to think that uh like our own experience like our own individual experience, like it is unique in the details often but it's kind of general exactly exactly <laughs> but it's not in the grand scheme the yeah. human experience is the same you know what i mean yeah, like we all experience like not all of us because there's outliers but in general yeah. right we all experience like this this spectrum of emotions and feelings mm-hmm. and we all have usually these different mile markers in life like you know you fall in love and yeah. you have heartbreak you know yeah. it's, you know some people have kids some people get married some people yeah. get divorced right yeah. not everybody d- does all of these things but there's usually these ups and downs, yeah. you know what I mean? There's loss, there's gain, there's triumph, you know what I mean? So it's everything. It's like like you said, back to the matrix, it's the numbers. And the numbers do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they do this. Yeah, dude. That that's the numbers. I don't understand why humans think they're always gonna be up. Right. Yeah, the the down part is a part of it, right? Mm-hmm. That's what gets me that's so That's what makes roller coasters fun. Yeah. That's what kills me about today's society in the sense well there's always that we're in the instant gratification mm-hmm. society microwave One, popcorn babies yeah. i mean just 100 percent. but <laughs> nice ad lib yeah but on top of that um shit what was i gonna say instant gratification yeah. oh ups and downs fucking everybody's getting prescribed uh like antidepressant medications yeah. ssris because like you're unhappy well fucking sometimes you're just unhappy you know like that's a part of it my question for you There's is: a lot of Do things you think you can um, do. meditation will help them I do. versus antidepressant? I think there's pills a, and stuff. Dude, there's a lot of things you can do before. Yeah, because I know you be on it. Yeah, man. I mean, some sort of daily practice <coughs> to like center yourself and just kind of have reflection and gratitude is important. Whether that's like sitting still and meditating, or I mean, fuck, you can do that and and go ride a bike, or yeah. you know, it's just something active. You know what I mean? That's why I like to skate. Like, it's not always about hitting tricks. I mean, I might bomb a hill, or I just might be cruising, and when I'm in, I'm, I'm rolling, I'm in thought, I'm just thinking about things. Sometimes that's just like your alone yeah. time, right? You mm-hmm. can just sit there and, and dude, I do the that. Lord carries one. Yeah, dude, honestly, I do it in the shower every day. Yeah. I'll be in the shower, and I'll just be fucking just in my mind. Just Oh, me too. That's, yeah. that's super meditation place. It, it really is. If you if you take the time to actually, like, focus on your breathing during that time, you can actually t- make that a really useful time of day. I mean, you're already there. So, yeah. yeah. But that, are you eating well? Are you getting proper rest? Like, are you moving? We know these things are, like, antidepressants in themselves. So let's yeah. do these things and then turn to medication. Yeah. That's what I would recommend. Because, I mean, medication has been sold in, uh, to, to to the Americans, I think, as, like, take this and it's all done. Yeah. Like, you know. And that's like, that instant gratification. That's that marketing, about. boy. That's that great-ass <laughs> marketing. Yeah. Did what? you know? Did you know that uh, um, erectile dysfunction is, I think that was, a word that word was made up by a marketer, like a marketer. So it's not a, even a marketing. Real? 
No, I don't think that's a real medical term. Um, it's been it's been accepted, but what? yeah, d- I wish I had <laughs> if I had my oh computer. My I would double check it, but yeah, I'm I'm about like 98% confident. So Erectile dysfunction think- was um, a term that was it was made up by a marketing firm. Oh my god, I wonder if it's just arousal dysfunction. Well, it was originally a heart medication. Oh my god, they're trying to kill me. And then it just happened to be a, a side effect. A side <laughs> effect. I hate that term too, side effect. There are no side effects, there are only effects. Yeah. Like this is just what the medication does. Whatever sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. More often than not, it does this, but sometimes it also does this. Yeah. So they call it side effects. Like, oh no, this god. is also an effect. It just doesn't affect everybody this way. Right. Yeah. It's so true though. Like the mm. the side effect. Si- no. Mm. Mm. These are the side, side effects. Side effects may include. No. Anytime I hear death in the midst of all of that shit, I'm like, I'm not. No, nigga, with that this. is an effect of that. Right. You're trying to kill me. Yeah, dude. It. Um, and I can send it by buying and taking the shit. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of uh, the pharmaceutical industry. Of that, yeah. Just all the the. Uh, I don't know, man. The tricky wording that they used. Yeah, man. Legal jargon. Yeah, dude. Good. I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying talk to me in layman's terms, but just make it plain and clear. I don't care if you're speaking in a whole other language. You can make things plain and clear, even if I don't understand it. Right. Right. So, um, let's get back to you. Oh, what's up? <laughs> so you started skating at a real young age, yep, and uh, like 2000 as a young kid, elementary school. I mean, 99, 2000. We're coming up on yeah, two decades, man. Yeah. And you know what's so funny about that? You know who inspired me to start skating? Because I was a kid. I was naive. I'm young. You know what I'm saying? I'm in elementary school. Yeah. Tony Hawk landed the 900 in 1999. They got him a deal with Nintendo and PlayStation for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. And I just so happened one summer I I was playing video games with the Blockbuster exclusive Game Pass. Mm-hmm. You could go and get a game. And then when you were done all summer long, you could swipe them out. So basically, it was just like, you know, Netflix for video games, except for I had to get it physically, you know. And I ran across Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I beat so many games. I was like, man, what's this? So I tried it out, and I'm like, this game's pretty cool. I beat it. I remember I beat it, but I didn't think it was real until one day I was, like, outside somewhere, and I seen this guy. His name was Steve, and he hit a kickflip or something like that. And I recognized the trick because the game had already taught me, you know what I'm saying? This trick is 100 points, a kickflip, you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh. This dude just did a, a kickflip. Yeah. And it was like being in the Matrix. Like, I didn't think this was real. Just like unlocked possibilities. Unlocked for possibilities. My imagination was firing. And then, like, I just never stopped. I mean, like, even when I did take breaks, I've been through a lot. But it's something that attached itself to me as a, as a child. And it's something that I, I want my son to kind of pick up, too, because we have fun shredding it up for a while. He doesn't have to do it forever. But, I mean, like, in this time where he's being adventurous and fun, it's going to be amazing. So this yeah. is another reason why I'm in this position. Hey, you can be with me at work and learn things. I can monitor you. I mean, I'm Absolutely. a little bit afraid for my kid being in the world in 2019. Like, as a three-year-old, I'm good. Nah, got to make sure people are weird out here, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And things that are socially acceptable now versus, like, people don't even, I don't think they consider kids. I mean, I think the Internet has made people not consider kids as being humans or as being people to look out for. They don't look out for kids or the elderly like that anymore. Well, I, d- I don't think that uh, we've taken, like, their development into account yeah, a like, lot of times. We act like they should know everything, like, instead of, like, dude, this is a child. This child may not understand the word elucidate <laughs> or something like that, you know? Or yeah. 
clarify or you know what I'm saying? They may not understand that, you know? Yeah, dude. It's just <laughs> uh yeah, it's it's interesting. I think about uh how kids are are just staring at blue light all the time now with with cell phones and tablets mm-hmm. and different things. Um when we were growing up, I watched a lot of TV, so I, I liked that a lot too. But Which is a behavior device, is a behavior. Like some yeah. people act like people from TV and situations from TV. Same thing with Instagram and like, it's yeah. like even my kid, my kid, my kid will be doing things. I'm like, where did you learn this? Well, oh, you seen Peppa Pig yeah. and this uh, person with Peppa Pig say or do these things. So now you resonate with that. That's why you're calling me Daddy Shark. Okay, <laughs> I get it. Okay, you're recognizing me as the dad, even though we're not sharks, but I understand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, life is wonky for sure. I, you just kind of figure it out as we're going, I guess. We're literally at the point where is art imitating life or is life imitating art at this point? Like, for real, for real. Who knows? Um, it's a paradox for sure right now. Well, the thing is, TV, like this, this stories, almost all stories are essentially the same story, right? Details are different. I mean, oftentimes you just you can plug in the hero's journey and, and a lot of different, and I mean, it, it was all the way back in, uh, what was it, the Odyssey? And then you, yeah. you see it in several other movies. It's, it's that, it's that uh, you know, the hero's journey and struggle and whatnot. So if you look at tons of movies, they're all often the same fucking storyline. I mean, the, the same elements. And, Somebody uh, has fucked and up. And often it, it does reflect life, really. Yeah. Yeah, it really does, man. I'm like eerily good at like foreshadowing like what's going to happen in things that oh, I've never man, seen. Man, that's weird. That's clairvoyance. Dude. Well, no, man. It's just <laughs> it's just that like all fucking movies are the same. Oh. In one degree or another. I'm just talking about like movies. Oh, and I thought you were talking about some real life shit. Like, no, oh. not real life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, damn. No. Is, is it, that, that is eerie. No, not like that. Like just in like movies and shit. Like I'm just like, oh, okay. It's just like it's, I shouldn't say eerily, right? Yeah. But I'm just like really good at it. Just because they're all the same story. I'm yeah, just saying so they all the like, same. Okay. Elements, you, know what I mean? you look. You may not be looking at it as a consumer. Then you might actually be a writer or something like that, or a producer. Say like, okay, insert. Yeah, I do look at explosion things, here. Yeah, yeah. I look at things I knew differently that was now. Happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, and just the storylines, mm-hmm. different turns. Like you, you can usually see, like, uh, for example, my best friend. He always wanted to be a writer growing up, and he he's probably like one one of the big. Uh, I guess early influences on me like noticing these things because like plot twists are often the same. So you, you get good at like picking those out. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? And then like the second time you see it's like, how did I not see this coming this whole time? Right. You know what I mean? So once you kind of figure out that pattern, I just, it's just easy to pick out. Most things just have the same pattern, but you're right, dude. They do imitate life. Don't they? Art does imitate life. It is weird. Yeah, life imitates art. Because mm-hmm. you have these movies that are based on a true story, then they, like, you know, altered a little bit. Like the brick wall that wasn't a brick wall when Mouse was in the Matrix. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just a small altercation, but once you alter it just a little bit, you have a completely different situation. Yeah, movies typically just make things more exciting. Basically. Yeah. I try to show you some real life shit and different perspectives in yeah. 60 minutes or less. Yeah. Dude, so you played you played Tony Hawk? Was it on PlayStation? I played on Nintendo sixty four. Sixty four. I got it late. Oh, I got. Okay. I remember. I got. I got. Uh, f- like three. I have. I had three brothers by my mom, and then I have uh, another brother by my dad, and then I got another brother. Um, but if it, it in the beginning there was just me and my three brothers with my mom, uh-huh. and I wanted. I was trying to decide. 
what system to get and what would be the most savvy decision. Yeah. And the you, PlayStation or the Nintendo 64. <sighs> I would have wanted the I, PlayStation. I wanted the PlayStation so bad, but I had three younger brothers. And I remember my uncle came over one time because he used to always bring his PlayStation. And it used to be so magical. And he was like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? It used to be like, yes. And he brought Street Fighter Alpha 2 over. And somehow, like, my baby brother got a hold of it and broke the disc in half. And that was, man, that was the determining factor. Like, nope, I'm going to get the cartridges, you know what I'm saying? For durability. For durability. And it has four controllers. So that's true. So we can all play WrestleMania together. Yeah. Well, so that I was mean, why I picked 64. I like your reasoning. Yeah. It's, it's solid. Yeah, I had the uh, – so <laughs> Tony Hawk, what they did was they – do you know about, like, the demo? Yeah. The demo disc that Oh, came yeah, the demo disc that came with PlayStation? Yeah, yeah. man. So I had Dang, that. Damn, that's throwback. The demo disc? Y'all don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, man. So you only had level one. Oh, yeah. But it was still fun, though. I played it for hours. <laughs> hours. Still fun. You learned how to yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. It was so much fun. And then once once you actually I got the actual game. Oh, that's for off. Then man. you you beat each character, and then like the real video, of the real version of them will pop up. Yeah, man. Skating, you'll be like, what, dude? Yeah. And so there's all these different things you can do, right? You have yeah. the, all these different challenges and these different mm. secret areas, and you have to hit these like special moves on these different things. And dude, one of the one of the greatest games of all time for kids, like because it not only. Like was a video game, but it made you want to go outside after you got finished playing. Yeah, like, it, man, I'm about to try to do this. Trip. It definitely made you want to skate. Yeah, yeah, he that did was his job. A lot of people call Tony a sellout for introducing skateboarding to different platforms, but I mean, without it, I mean, skateboarding probably would have died because still to this day, it's not like as legitimate as it could be. This is why like shoe companies are capitalizing off of skateboarding. This is why like Mountain Dew is capitalizing off skateboarding. Like Mountain the Dew Tour. Like you guys were never action sports you're just a soda company i understand yeah red bull i mean nike just jumped in adidas is in it now we got converse we got new balance the big companies instead of the skateboard companies that should be really rising up the only company that really got it right was vans yeah i mean that's why i'm really rocking with vans vans have been around like since the 1960s vans like they, they are the time. staple skate shoe they started this shit yeah kind of what was the other skate shoe dc Oh yeah, DC. DC. They're not poser shoes, even though they've been associated with so much poser activity. Because it was like everybody who was like a fake skater at one point was like, you know what? I'm gonna get some DC. At one point in time, uh, so I can. I it was just, Rob Durdeck's fault. I just made lines. this comparison to them, but they they remind me of like in the early days of MMA, like tap out. Oh, exactly. That's exactly what DC is. But I no diss to DC. Like, no diss to DC. I, I fuck with DC. I just mean like they were the original <laughs> brand. Yeah, and like. At first, they were the jam. And they were the new wave. Yeah, like that was it. And then um, I never knew that they were for poses. You just said it, so it well, just. Some people may say. I mean, they had never said it because they never can say Vans is for poses because they have been. The well, not Vans, but like DC. But yeah, they can. They can. Some people kind of can say that shit about DC now. Yeah, well, that's just because they got so popular. Everybody no, wanted to wear them. Popular too, and everybody wears Vans way more than DC. That's true. It's like Vans figured out how to make people who weren't skaters. Also okay to wear Vans. Yeah. I don't, well, whenever <laughs> I look at Vans, they, I don't think of a skater shoe. I think they have a whole line of shoes that aren't skater shoes. But that's my whole thing. They they have grown their company to the, yeah. be at the levels of a Nike or an Adidas or a New Balance. And haven't excluded their original and base. Ha- exactly. Yeah. Like that skateboard behind you up top, that old school skateboard, take a look at that one. You that see? birdhouse? No, not the birdhouse. It's, it's actually an old school skateboard. It's right on top of that counter right behind you, Blue Wheels. 
That's a skateboard from the 1960s. This right there, you see it? Oh, this right here. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's dope. That's a skateboard from the 1960s. I with, used to have one of those when I was with a, kid. a real, real roller skate wheels on them. And yeah. bands have been around since people have been riding those skateboards. That's how it started. Oh. Another company that's really, really big, even though it's like perceived as like some hype beast type of stuff, is Supreme. But Supreme is a skateboard company. What? Really? You didn't know that? No. Okay, 2018 Skater of the Year is a rider for Supreme. He, he's from New York and all of that stuff. But Supreme started as a skateboard company in like 1994. You know what blew them up? What's that? They paid Dipset to take pictures in their shit. Jim Jones and Joel Santana when Dipset was just popping. Yeah. So they had New York going crazy. We weren't Supreme this, we weren't Supreme that. Hmm. And at the end of the year last year, they sold their fucking company for a billion. Really? A billion. Wow. Hey, good for them. A skateboard company, but exposure is important. Exposure is important. They made more money off the clothes. They didn't like, even though it started as a skateboard company, they had rappers take pictures, and then it became a fashion thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, and and what you're selling there is, I mean, you people, a lifestyle. Yeah, people feel cool too when they wear your clothes. Yeah. Yeah, man. Look good, feel good. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's how it works. There's That's something what, to it's that. It's a confidence thing. It really you know? is. It's a self-confidence thing. If you feel like you don't look good. I mean, you should know that, okay, I'm a spirit operating a, a body just like you're a person operating a car. Yeah, you can get your car car wash. Yeah, you can get your car a vinyl job. You can get these types of brakes, rims, tires, all this shit. But at the end of the day, this is the vehicle, the vessel that's getting you to your destination. doesn't matter. Are you still able to walk are you still able to articulate think and all these things this is your body it's your car yeah if you want it to look good it's cool but if you got a fast car you got a fast car i don't give a fuck if it's covered in mud what do you mean if you got a fast car you got a fast car you want to race me okay you got this car it's tricked the fuck out i have a lamborghini but it's covered in mud so it looks like a piece of shit i'm still gonna smoke you man so your clothes don't matter they don't oh yeah i hear you they don't but they do if you're trying to market and advertise to people and that's what i'm I'm it doesn't matter what clothes you wear um at the end of the day it really doesn't but i mean for it can be it doesn't have to be like super nice clothes like for me like i like this yeah yeah it doesn't you know what i mean i don't gotta be like in the most designers designer of all time absolutely I mean, if I was at the Met Gala, maybe I would consider like, hey, maybe I should step it up to the maximum. Right, but it's about pre- just presenting your best self and also being comfortable. Right, like girls who like have who these are. little bitty shoes on and can't breathe just to look good. That's why they be mean. They're not even having fun. They yeah, look I good. have a whole issue with that, dude. They I look don't like great. Sh- shoes are not good for your feet anywhere. Like these shoes I'm wearing, these are uh, barefoot shoes, so they have like a much wider toe box, and there's like there's no lift on the heel. It's basically it's like being barefoot. Shoes are so bad for your feet in general. Really? Oh yeah. Well, just think of it like a cast on your foot for years and years and years. So what it does is you're you're constantly <laughs> elevated. So your heel, right? So if just think think when you're barefoot, right? You notice how when you put your shoes on, you're a little bit taller because yeah. there's that lift in there. Uh-huh. The heel is higher usually than the front. So you're constantly elevated. So think of girls in high heels, how they're on their toes. They're walking on their toes. Same thing for dudes, just uh, just what degree? Lower elevation. Yeah. Like the little foot so you're pad. constantly there. So then you're always flexed, which can create a lot of knee problems, oh, right? Because your calves get tight, your ankles get tight, your knees can get have, have issues, right? It's just not... It's not what we're meant to it's do. It's not ideal. And if you have, and most shoes have narrow toe boxes, right? So it's like just jamming your 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 foot up like this all the time. 
Yeah. Right? And we have muscles in our foot that we're supposed to be using. Spreading out and stuff. Yeah, well, with your toes, there's that, but just gripping the ground and moving and all that cushion. I mean, all that cushion, it basically is just taking away your foot's ability to use those muscles. So that's why people have weak feet. You know what I mean? You go you go barefoot for a period of time. It's like, oh, it hurts my feet. Yeah, I never had that problem. Like, I grew up skateboarding barefoot and shit. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I do shrooms sometimes, man. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have shoes on and you're walking around, you feel, like, more connected to the earth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there, yeah when you yeah, – there is a connection. There's called grounding. Like, there's science mm, to that. Yeah, man. It's, it's good. I mean, I heard the term before, but I didn't know it was that, that yeah. deep. Grounding or earthing, it's good for you. Yeah, just yeah. don't ground on asphalt. Yeah, you can't ground on asphalt, no, I, actually. No, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you need shoes. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Like, I'm definitely for shoes. Shoes are a good thing. Like, covering our feet is a good thing. It's just that the design of most shoes. You can wear some sandals. I'm go- I'm, I normally do wear sandals. You know, sandals. Yeah, it's just a little bit colder out right now. And so, yeah, I do normally wear sandals. But, uh, yeah, just shoes just aren't designed for a healthy foot, unfortunately. But they make your feet look cool. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. This facts, though. Yeah. Well, man, there's some really nice barefoot shoes. Some really, really nice I'm going to have to get into it. I'm going to have to check it out and see what it's about. I mean, because I, mean, I mostly rock skate shoes myself, you know. Like, yeah. You know, I don't know, Etnies, America. Yeah. Stuff like that. I think it's just about, like, what are you wearing most of the time, right? So yeah. women, especially, a lot of times they're wearing high heels all day at work. Uh-huh. You know, when they get off, they'll go places, they'll wear them. Like, if you're doing that, like, that can be an issue. Yeah. If it's just, like, uh, at the office for a meeting for, like, a couple hours, I just think maybe not such a big flats. deal. And then, yeah, and then most, and then most of the time you're wearing like sandals or something. Because it's like, well, do you really want to be dancing in those high heels? For, I mean, I understand it looks visually right. great if you got some space, you know what I'm saying? But like, usually when we're like in clubs and stuff, like you're all crowded with people, and then you got this girl's feet just, yep. Deep. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a matter of what are you doing most of the time? Yeah, yeah, and uh, most people are just in bad situations most of the time. Yeah, sorry, man. You said that. It's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny, bro. That's funny. So, um, Street Fighter 2. Like Street Fighter 2, like the original or Street Fighter 2 Turbo? You know what I'm saying? Like Sega Genesis Street Fighter we talking about here? I'm assuming, which one did you play first? Oh, probably Street Fighter, the first, like Street Fighter 2. Yeah, not I didn't play the first Street Fighter. I played Street Fighter 2 and Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Yeah, and you're saying? Did you take your headphones off? He might have. You gotta put your headphones back on. What they're in? I don't know, man. Huh? It is a headphone. Put your headphones on. Yeah, cause it's coming from the headphones. The headphones are that loud? I didn't even turn it all the way up. Some good headphones. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely was the headphones. Yeah, put your headphones on. Oh, my little man's getting bored. Yeah, he probably is. He's three. He's yeah. But it's oh, cool, good. though. Yeah, no, but Street Fighter, you said that uh, was a pretty big influence on you. Oh, yeah, man. Ken and Ryu, man. Like the training methods, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, Ken and Ryu, the training methods. Like, I like the whole storyline of it. I like I like the characters. And it was, I liked Street Fighter 
more than Mortal Kombat at the time. I know that as a kid, people were all like, oh, you can do fatalities, which is still a cool thing, you know what I'm saying, like that. But, like, I just like the fighting mechanics of Street Fighter better, which is why, like, one of my favorite games is, like, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yeah. Yeah, Ultimate. It has so many good characters. But really, probably my favorite game really is Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Yeah, because they have the biggest character roster. Yeah. It just is in 2D. That's the best 2D fighter to me, like, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 because it has so many good people. But 3 is dope, too. Um, the new one, I'm not really feeling it as much as 3. I really feel like 3 Ultimate is better than uh, whatever the new Marvel vs. Capcom is. Like, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, fell out of, I fell out of the video game scene. Like, I used to love video games growing up. But I just stopped. They inspire me. Time, really. You got to make time, man. You got to make time. I just, I just don't have it between, po- especially now, between podcasting and um, building imposed will and Podcasts, just kids. fighter games while you talk coaching. to people. Coaching. Do what? You got to think that hard. Yeah, that's okay. There are a lot of times, there are a lot of ways to spend time. That's That one's just not for me anymore. Mm. But, I, I, dude, I do love, I was more of a... Uh, I was much more of a uh, Mortal Kombat guy Hell back no. in the day. <laughs> I, man, I did like Street Fighter. That was a fun-ass game, too. But then uh, I liked Mortal Kombat. And then when Tekken came around. Oh, yeah, Tekken was better than <sighs> Tekken was like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter put together. That's what I'm saying, dude. Tekken was that deal. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, man. And then recently, um, I do really like some of the new Mortal Kombats. And I really like. Oh, yeah, Mortal Kombat X and all Yeah, and I like Injustice. Oh, yeah, Injustice took Mortal Kombat's engine. So I, I actually like Injustice 2. No, oh, dude, yeah, I love that game. I, I played Injustice and Injustice 2. Like, I beat the whole Injustice. I haven't beat the whole Injustice 2 yet, but I'm not even a DC fan like that, and I yeah. like Injustice, so. Yeah, it's just I'm a fun. A, I'm, I'm more Marvel than DC, but, yeah. Yeah, it's a fun game. It's been a little bit since I played them, but I like those crossover, right, with, with uh, all the cool-ass characters. Yeah that's, yeah, that's the best type of shit to play. Yeah. I usually have my um, PS4 here. And um, I bring another TV and I like set it up right there. So I'll be sitting at that desk playing a video game or something like that, and I'll I'll let him take over this TV if he's here. If he's not, I'll let like skateboard videos play or something like that. And uh, yeah, I just be chilling. I mean, that's where I get most of my time to play games. Yeah, I thought about bringing it today. I'm like, I should have brought it. Dang, wait, man, better have it, not need it, need it, not have it. Always bring uh, it. I can play it at home. It ain't no big deal if I yeah. get a chance, especially if he, you know, I play. Well, I, I've been work, playing man. stuff for you're him, yeah, yeah. But if <laughs> nobody's here, we're doing a podcast right now. If somebody walks in, they want to buy a board right now. We'd be like, oh, interview over. Got to make some money. That's true, but they're gonna think it's so cool that we're doing a podcast right now. Yeah, they're gonna be like, hey, they're gonna want to pop in. Yeah, hey, they sure yeah. will. I'm like, hey, who are you? Sit down. The, um, the perks of trying to do your own thing versus. Like trying to do your own thing on someone else's time, and that's definitely being like working for somebody else. Yeah, dude, invest in yourself. That's what it's about. This for real. I I encourage everybody to invest in themselves, especially like before they have kids. Like I was doing this before I had a kid, but once my child was born, it really made me say, "Oh God, I have to like really." Like shape an environment around him, so he's like, I don't want to be like, oh man, dad yeah. gotta go to work. He's, he doesn't understand that. Yep. Yeah. Just zero options. You have to make it. He understands. Hey, we're going. We're going to work. Oh man, we gotta go to the shop. <laughs> yeah. You, you say, oh man, we gotta go to the shop. You don't even understand the privilege in that sentence that he's yeah. saying. I'm laughing. Yeah, man. So <laughs> yeah, just start telling like, hey man, we get to go. We get to go to the shop, man. So we gotta, we get to. Yeah. Yeah. You get to go do it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to teach my kids that uh, work is a thing you do, not a place you go. 
Like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Work, work is a thing you do, not a place you go. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yes. I, I love putting in the work. And, um, well, you know, when we started, you know, and I was kind of talking about, you know, people who have jobs. Like, what are they going to do? Like, because we have this society that really values work. Like, I mean, I'm all about putting in the work. But work doesn't have to be, like, in this box. You know what I mean? No. You know what I mean? Work can be going and work and getting dinner with some friends and having a conversation about what we're about to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, not, that can that's literally why I like video games. If you played more video games, you would see that life is a video game. You Just like how you were saying at Tony Hawk, you have these objectives and all these other things, blah, yeah. blah, blah, but guess what? The video game is the template. Yeah. It's up to you to fill out that shit for yourself and say, well, these are the objectives that I want to accomplish. These are the places that I want to go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go these places to try to do these things. I'm mm-hmm. going to send this many emails out because you're right. That is the work. It's not, hey, I'm going to a box and yeah, you know. exactly. It's not that big of a deal. It's 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 making friends and having conversations and, and and executing on things and sending emails yes, and making phone calls. It's not yeah. it's nothing complicated. We 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 put these complicated labels on things. Organization, yeah, it's complicated. You know, but that's the most complicated part. It is difficult for a lot of people, unfortunately. Come on, everybody's life's a mess. They're yeah. trying, to, but we're trying to have a. And then some people have like me. I'm a Virgo, so I got some type of like perfection complex where like. Oh my God! I can't let people see this, or no, people can't know about this until it's perfect. And then, like, there's no such thing as like perfection. Like, yeah, I mean, you just gotta roll with good enough, yeah, and just keep improving as you you're gotta, going. You gotta dude. roll with good enough, and that's yeah. the funny thing about it. So, I mean, I've, I've just kind of like got over that, like the end of last year. Like, it's like, dang, yeah, I got these bullets. I need to shoot them. Something is better than nothing. You know Something what I mean? Is better than nothing. Yeah, a lot you're of people are like because that. you're thinking that. When I do what I do, when I finally do it, the world's going to end and the moon's going to turn green and everybody will know exactly what I mean. It's like, no. It's yeah, not. and it's, the, the timing's never perfect. It's, it's never, never good enough. Like, you're going to have to go without, you know what I mean? Like, and here's the thing. You don't need as much as you think to live. No, you don't. You really don't. You can figure it out. But people people feel like they need security, and security is a like you illusion. Ever seen, yes, and it's an illusion. Have you ever seen Fight Club before? Oh, dude, one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite movies, too. You let the, you own these materials possessions or do they own you because yeah like, when bad things happen you i got a, a 700 dollars this or i got a five yeah, dude you, this is your little box of little things like like it's not the bank mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying these are things that make you feel comfortable oh okay that's cool you want to spend 400 dollars on a t-shirt great that's cool okay you have a closet full of 400 dollars t-shirts yeah it doesn't it, i got rid of a whole bunch you, of shit you and know, it felt so good because it's yeah, the things catching, you, yeah, you dude, know? the things you own really do end up owning you. Yes, so one hundred percent. If you get in your head that hey, this is just a space I made. Hey, it's not even even though it's mine, it's only mine for right now. Which is Airbnb, by the way. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. Because most people who put their stuff on Airbnb, it's like a functioning living space, but it's not so personal to the point where anybody can inhabit that space. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh we're all kind of doing the same shit. Kind of. It's just, you know, you got to – I don't know. I wouldn't even say that because I would say that over 50% of people aren't even trying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let alone of, executing. You know what I mean? A lot of people do get complacent, unfortunately. And, uh, again, they just – they want to uh, not – they don't want to do the hard shit. They want to do the, the easy the shit. Yeah. That's why every new thing that comes that looks and seems so easy – They'll go and latch onto that instead of sticking to their guns. Yeah. If you stick to your guns, you'll make it because it's like this. 
if you were a kid or a teenager or as an adult, if you wanted to do the same thing until a certain point, the only reason you don't want to do it anymore is because you gave up on yourself. Somebody broke you. And I'm saying either with their words or with your your defeat or whatever it is, you're like, man, maybe I should go do something else. And you literally are stopping however many credit hours you're putting into your own path to go put into something else. You know what? I'm just going to go work at a UPS. They pay good. I got a good girl. Yeah. Okay, you're a domesticated human. Yeah, man. <laughs> if uh, if you accept average, that's what you'll always be yeah. for sure, man. And yeah, a lot average. of people do that. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, not everybody uh, will go and start a company. Not everybody will build uh, a life around their own passion and interest. Oh, no. It's not feasible for everybody, really, no, at the end of the day. Not everybody has that personality type. And that's okay. But if you are unhappy with your life, then you should fucking do something about it. If you sure. are complaining, then you should do something about it. Everybody doesn't have to be the main character. I mean, it's more fun being a supporting character than being the main character. The main character gets all the shit. But you're still the main character in your movie no matter what. Right. You can be so on a team. You yeah. can definitely be on a team. It's like. But being one you like. Like this skate shop. You know what I'm saying? This skate shop is Sanctuary Skate Shop. I'm a team player because you have nobody to run this thing. So this whole thing, this whole entity is me. It's Confiscated Nation. But at the same time, I'm still helping somebody else's dream because, hey, I may leave here. Or like I said, I may take over. If I leave here and he keeps it up, that's cool. But I'm still in the skateboard industry too. And this is where I learned it from. Like everybody has keys where they go from. Like you can't start off on top. Even in this shop, I'm not starting off on top. I have have a, a little bit of help. Yeah, you know. Yeah, nobody starts out on top. Nobody starts off on top, or <clears throat> nobody makes the first jump. Not even Neo. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. even Neo. Not even Neo, bro. Yeah, man. Failure is a part of the process. If you try to avoid failure, you're trying to avoid success. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> if you're trying to avoid failure, you're trying to avoid success because there's ups and there's downs. One hundred percent. And if you want to be up, you got to realize you're gonna have to be down. Yeah. Yeah, man. There was a uh, that that makes me think of a oh gosh I can't remember one it was a really good quote in the movie Blow with Johnny Depp his dad said uh, he said when you're up it's uh it's it's never as good as you think and when you're down it's it's never as it's long. bad yeah, yeah, yeah it won't it won't be as long as or some shit I can't I wish I could remember I really it was feel such like a it's a quote. psychological thing when you're down and when you're in a bad space it's easy to feel like it's forever it's super easy it's like it's never gonna end yeah dude (laughs) so for me dude i have a really hard time during this like when it's winter especially the end of fall moving into winter uh when the days are just shorter and shorter and shorter sun isn't out as much dude you're not getting as much sunlight it's harder to be active i just really i don't have any drive or energy to do anything because we get the sun we get the energy from the sun it takes everything in me to like want to be like productive and social and like i'm just like i have yeah. terrible self negative self-talk oh man you have terrible negative self-talk boy i got a whole like a little demon me on my shoulder who'd be like huh i'm just like, always I, i'll tell myself I got the, in the good angel and then you got the bad one like yeah. the bad one man that dude is harsh yeah he's harsh because he knows everything he's like really you're slacking you know what i'm saying like, oh i say that all the time <laughs> 
shit. Get it together, dude. You're slacking. You're a loser. You, you can't even you can't even combat it with I'm not slacking because you'd be like, damn, he's right. Yeah, fuck dude. I am so you gotta, slacking, man. You gotta have I your do. positive self talk and be like, that's okay, you can pick up this <laughs> Bro, I just be like, man, get it, dude, get it together, bro. You're like you're, yeah. you're slacking, dude. What are you doing? Get it together. Positive self talk is a must, guys, because you don't want to defeat yourself. Dude, and you will. Like I read I saw a quote or something like, Don't believe everything you think. For real, like, yeah. for, don't believe that shit. Because every thought may not exactly be yours. It might be an idea that was implanted on some Inception shit. Have you seen that movie before? Oh, I love that movie. Uh, oh, such a good you movie. You got good movie taste. <laughs> <laughs> such a good movie. I try to get yeah. my girlfriend to watch it. She's just like, no, I don't. I don't. I'm like, Deja, are you like, what? Did you not see this? Yeah. I'm like, there's, uh, th- there's this, this and then this and then this. I'm just like, I hate just when you like that. want to show, share something <laughs> with someone you love and they're not as enthusiastic about it. Oh. Oh, man. I'm like, oh, I'm like just man. watch. I'm I should like, have never watch. shared this. <laughs> ruined it for I'm me. I'm like, the layers, the depth. It's just sick. You got to go pee? You got to use the restroom, buddy? Come on. You need help? That's right. You can go take him if you need to. I'll just, right. I'll just keep on talking. All right. Well, cool. We'll be right back. Yeah, I'll, I'll be right back. Yeah, man. Set your headphones down. Yeah, man. It's all good. Oh, hell yeah. So... Like I said, folks, we are in his skate shop, his place of business. Luckily, we haven't got any customers. Well, not luckily, right? I mean, when you're when you're running a business, you definitely want it to be busy. But on that same note, he's at this is a small skate shop, um, sharing space with another business, and uh, you know this is just what it's like whenever you're starting out, man. You're growing something, so. It's cool to connect with another another guy who uh, is out here hustling, dude. I actually met Chris some time ago through a mutual friend, uh, our homeboy Sean. And uh, I went to college with Sean. I met him at Lindenwood. And uh, yeah, man, he, he does music. And, and that's how I, I was introduced to him as you know the rapper. And uh, I've been following him ever since. It's been, I don't even know now, probably... Four years, at least, I'd have to say four years, if not longer, that I've been following him and what he's been going, you know, what he's been doing, and uh, yeah, man, it's it's cool to to sit down and, and connect because uh, we'll, we'll talk more about what he's doing music. Uh, he's a dope ass rapper, man, and uh, I'm really enjoying talking to him about life and and uh, what we're doing in entrepreneurship. So. That's what it's about. So yeah, dude, he's a he's a he's a cool ass dude. Check him out, Chris Grinds with the Z. He's a dope skateboarder. He's a dope rapper. I'm digging him. You can check him out on Spotify. I usually listen to people on Apple Music, but I have my boy 420 and talking to Chris Grinds here. And from my understanding, Spotify seems to be better for those guys. So. I guess that's what I'll do. I'll check him out on Spotify. Spotify it is. But yeah, man, I just really like the fact that he's bringing his son here. I think that's dope. I think that uh, we need to show them and lead by example that the way to make it in life is building relationships and providing value and working your ass off and, and toughing out those hard times. And uh, when you provide value, you will make money, man. It's that simple. It's it's not no if, and, or but. It's a matter of when, not if. 
you just have to be smart and you have to execute. It's not complicated shit. But man, let me tell you, it does feel like the work will not pay off sometimes. It does feel that way. <laughs> yeah, dude, I feel like that sometimes. It's just, uh, you know, you go through those moments, it's just like, fuck, man, like... Am I just wasting all my time right now? Oh man, what are you? Who are you telling, <laughs> man? It's like, uh, but I, I guess it has to be like I'm one of those type of people where I don't even want to do it on the low. It's like, man, if this is supposed to happen, it's gonna happen anyway. So I'm just gonna do my own thing. And my mom and my family used to be hating on that shit. You know, I got I, I, at one point in my life I went to prison for three years. So I come back. I came back in 2012. I got locked up in 2009. And, like, when I got locked up, I was still a kid, man. You How old were you? When I, was, uh, when I got locked up? Yeah. I was, like, uh, 19, about to be 20. Yeah, man, you're a like young that. dude. Yeah, I was, like, 19, about to be 20. And I got locked up, and then when I came back out, all of my friends, because, like, right before I was getting locked up, everybody was making their decisions. So, oh, I'm about to go to college here. I'm about to go to college there. Like, I lived that last summer. Yeah. Like, we were all kids, and then, like, everybody was doing serious shit. And, like, for the first couple of months, for me, it was like, well, I, I did have, like, one year where I was just, like, out of school because I was like, damn, I had this pending case because I caught it, like, the year, like, the summer of, like, the start of my senior year, it was, like, summer happened, I caught a case, and then, like, that fall, like, I was enrolling for, like, my last year. I had to get, I switch schools and all of that stuff I was going to do. But when I got back from prison, I tried to pull up on all my friends, like, hey, man, everything that I said I was going to do, yeah, remember, guys, I said I was going to get a skate shop, man, going to be a rapper and all this other stuff, man, I got these ideas. Because I was really in there. I was in there writing down shit. I was reading things, and it's, like. Dude, Chris, three years have went past. We're not kids anymore. Some people got married. Some people did have kids. Some people yeah. went to college. A lot like, of people get married young. And yeah, they get married yeah. young and blow I, it. I you did know that shit. Oh, man. Well, I mean, my, my hey. friend did it. You know what I'm saying? A couple uh, yeah. of my friends did it. Yeah, I dude. got a baby mama, but you know what I'm saying? I'm still a bachelor baby. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm divorced, too. So. Ah, man. Yeah, my friend's divorced. My, my this boy is life, Mike. dude. This yeah, is man. life, man. So, I, I mean, I ain't going to act heartbroken about my baby mom and all of this stuff, but it was just like, at least I didn't marry her. Cause then I would have been like, wanted yeah. to kill her or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, I stopped my life for you. Yeah. But dude. I kind of did because I met her on the path of where I am right now. Yeah. I got back 2012, no kids, man. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I'm trying to do this rap stuff, and nobody's really believing me. I remember I got an interview at the at the fucking place I won first place as a skateboarder. I had no, it's dope. yes, but at this time it was Plan Nine, and I'm still cool with my boy Tim. Tim got me the interview uh, with Casey, and Casey's actually cool and stuff too. I got down all the way to the last interview, and he was like, "Man, I kind of just want to hire you on GP, man." But he kind of like asked me a lot of questions about prison and shit, and it was like I just kind of got back, so he was like, "Yeah, yeah." And I, and I thought I was gonna get the job because I came into the I came into the uh, the skate shop. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this is the one at the mills. And I'm talking to Tim, and I'm talking to somebody else, like people who work there. And some little kid walks up to me, uh-huh. and he, I don't know this kid from shit, but he asked me, hey, man, can you show me how to do this? Uh, uh, everyone knows if it was a kickflip or a very kickflip or something like that. And he handed me a skateboard, and I hit that shit first try. I was feeling like fucking super, super, boss. Super, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, man, I got this job. It's nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was, so, I was crushed when I didn't get that bitch. I'm like, damn. But it wasn't time yet. Just a bump in the road along yeah, I the way, got, man. Yeah, I would have got caught up in just on skate stuff. I wasn't doing no music at the time. I was trying to figure it out. I went to Forest Park because uh, I already had, like, college credits and all of that stuff. And, I mean, like, 
I got an associate's degree, so but I got it with my fast fund and all of that stuff, so I don't owe schools any money or anything nah, like that. No, good for you. Yeah, I, I dropped out. I, I learned from Kanye. I'm not about to go in debt. I was like, fuck that. I'm yeah, like, I did. I went if, in debt. If I pay move. for these next two years, I'm going to be in debt. So I, yeah. I shook on their ass. But also, like, I kind of was outsmarted my PO, too, because I caught a five-year sentence. I had to do three years. I had for to what? be on parole for two years. For what? I stabbed somebody, man. Eleven, you stabbed somebody? I stabbed them 11 times. What? Yes. 11 times? Yes, they had my brother fucked up. So what they convict you of? They convicted me of assault second. Oh, assault. That's it. And armed criminal action. That was the three years. Because oh, armed got, criminal, armed criminal lucky, action. You're lucky, dude. I get lucky. My mama had money, man. You oh. know what I'm saying? Like, like and that's what it's about. Isn't that fucked up, man? How much, no, it's how not much money are you trying to buy your way out? You got to buy your way out. But look, this, that's Well, you're thing. fortunate in that case, right? I was fortunate in that case because my mama was a hustler. But my, my, it was like my mom, she from the west side. So it was like... She built her way up to try to get this money. She was doing different companies and all that stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? My dad was from the west side too, but he went to the south side. Yeah. After my, my uncle, his name's Vincent, by the way. Uh-huh. I named my son after him because my uncle was murdered. Oh, shit. But my uncle got murdered on the west side, and it spooked my mom's parents out. And they was like, oh, we got to get the fuck out of here. Right. I was the only person old enough to, you know, I, I was the only kid at the time. So they, my, my, uh, my my grand my granny and my granddad they moved to Delwood and shit mm-hmm. like right next to Ferguson and stuff right and that kind of like brought me on the North County area for a minute but I was still going to the South Side my dad like right. my dad died pretty much on the South Side pretty much and um it's just like where was I going with this oh okay yeah yeah so like I'm doing this stuff at Forest Park I'm trying to like regather my life and all of this stuff and my grandparents my mom and all of these people are like uh, Chris I don't know if you really you trying to be a skateboarder? Yeah. You trying to be a rapper? Like they couldn't see it. This was the beginning. This was yeah. this was twenty twelve. I didn't get the when I didn't get the interview at the fucking yeah. uh, skate shop. It was like it wasn't meant to be. Well, I, I hate that shit. You know, what I'm saying I be hate when they say that. Some like, things just what? don't happen. I mean, opportunities they come and go. There's always a new opportunity. You just have to be able to take advantage of it. Uh, be ready. So I mean, it's a part of the process, Stay right? Stay ready so you don't gotta get. Yeah, ready. man. There's ups and downs. It's all a part of it, uh, but. Damn, dude. No, what I mean is, so you're ni- you're 19, right? Yeah. Uh, I was, I was, I was, when I, when I, but when, when you I caught the case, I was 17. Okay, exactly. You're 17, even yeah. then, right? So my, but my point is, one, yeah. you, you said a couple of different things that I really want to touch oh, on, okay, right? Okay, go ahead. Because <laughs> I, I got lost in my own shit. No, you're, you're fine. We don't really have to touch on them all, but, yeah. um, it, they all kind of tie in together, right? So you're you're young, right? And everybody wants you to feel like you have to know exactly what you want to be doing, and that's bullshit, right? But I already knew. But well, the that's thing great. Is, that's great. They denied me. Yeah. So exactly. Constant so you knew what denial you to from do. my own loved ones. You, and that's common, dude. You just Damn. have to be able to fucking just chase your passion and go after it. And it's not. I really like the saying that uh, I think it was my boy Rob Washington said. Like, uh, it's not anybody. It's, job to believe in you it's your job to believe in yourself and it's your job to make other people believe in you like it's really what it's a fucking about you know what i mean like you just got to put in the work and eventually people will believe in you you know what i mean i mean but even at at this point it's like dude i don't care if you believe in me as a skater or a rapper like i I mean at one point i did want to be a professional skater but that dream has been like gone before I even came back from prison. Like when I got back from prison, I wasn't like, yes, I'm gonna be a pro skater. Yeah, but that's was, only one small piece of the yeah, pie, right? Yeah. There's so many ways to make money in in, in the industry, exactly. Yeah. And that's with any industry, if you're in like in music and all right. that stuff. But and you were young, so who gives a fuck? What go try and fail, dude? Who gives be- a fuck? They didn't believe that's just on people's other people's insecurities. You, you always I mean? want your loved ones to believe in you first, because you would think, hey man, I'm gonna support you and what you're trying to do. And some people have like 
they support me easier with the music than skateboarding because I guess music is something that they understand more. It's like, hey, if I'm doing a show with insert rapper here whose name might be on a radio or name might be on Billboard, everybody's going to be hype about it. Everybody's yeah. going to be hype about it. But you want them to be hype about you, bro. It's me. Yeah. It's not them. They're just man, coming into town. It's all about the grind, man. You just have to be willing to put in the work and network and travel yeah. to get on the the shows. Like, and, and that's what I that's what I'm saying. That's what I would be doing. I, I I'm still doing that, but it's like, in this city in particular, in my own hometown, it's like, dude, I'm tired of trying to bait you guys to come check out what the fuck I got going on. I yeah. shouldn't have to have a show with Twenty One Savage or Lil Uzi or Young Dolph or Lil Dirk or insert rapper here because I've done enough shows in this city for. Me to literally like skip this city on tour, and then I swear the city will be mad. What? Chris Tour ain't coming here. Do y'all know how many shows I really done in this city for y'all? Yeah. I don't owe it. I don't. Hold on. I don't owe y'all nothing. Hold on. You don't really owe anybody hold anybody back, anything, but this, you do comply. Hold on. This is no comply though. Really, you know what I'm saying? Because I see the, the I see the no yeah, sign. Yeah, no comply. Yeah. yeah. Well, well look at the back you got to provide the value and get what people it, addicted to you. What it say? What it say, man? What's that say? Thing any oh I don't owe you anything. Oh. I don't owe y'all shit. Yeah, uh, but I still do it for the cause. You see the arch in the background. I do this for the kids. This is not my peers. No, I don't owe my peers nothing. But these kids deserve a chance. Yeah, but do you? Don't you? Don't you owe them? Don't you owe them? The kids, maybe. Everybody, everybody. Like if you have if you have a mission and a purpose, and your mission is to bring value and to build shit, don't you owe them that? If that's what's inside of you. I don't know if I owe it to him. You know what I'm saying? Well, how else you it's gonna a, provide value? It's a gift. You, you know what I'm give, saying? You gotta give to get. This is facts. I done gave y'all enough. You just gotta keep giving. Fuck. You can't stop. You lucky this guy's my friend. He try to <laughs> <laughs> he try to tell y'all that I gotta keep giving y'all stuff. You just got to. You just gotta keep providing who value, to, man. Who wants to keep giving now here's away. the thing though. Now here, there's that fine line, right? Um you can't be it can't be at a sacrifice to yourself, right? You can't serve at a sacrifice. You know what I mean? So eventually you have what? to start charging what you're worth. Eventually. So here's the dilemma. Yeah. <laughs> you ready for it? Yeah. I have literally been told by more than three people, we didn't think we could afford you anymore. And that translated to me is you just don't want to fucking pay me because y'all ain't never paid me. Anytime it was when I was building my shit up yeah. in 2014. Well, you don't get paid off ticket sales and shit? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, all my shows, my big shows, I get paid off of. But anytime it's just me by myself, yeah, in my city, I ain't trying to pay. But if it's some free shit, oh yeah, you know we want to get you on this. It, all I, of your shows I've seen is, have always been on somebody else's show. That's not true though. You know, but it, I know what you're saying. I've been following you for a while I, now. I, I know, but that's what I market the most. I market this. this yeah, the market most. your shit, dude. I, I market my shit too. You know what I'm saying? I had a show on what December 22nd. It was I was the headliner. It was fresh. It was cool. I didn't hear about it. Damn, I had a flyer. <laughs> you got to promo that just, shit, homie. I just think it's easier for <laughs> like the big shows to float around because people just are be they're in disbelief. So yeah. they'll speak more about that than they'll speak about like what my own thing is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. I haven't done that many. I've only done maybe in my city my own show. I only done like one real one for the Danger One release, but I only have one project out. Like, yeah, man, I've gotten pretty far off of like very minimalistic 
approaches. I have nine songs out. You got to over-deliver. Do you know um, – okay, well, all I right. have to over-deliver. I'm gonna He's p- demanding me to over-deliver this year. Dude, guys. listen, I am a true fan of yours. So I was telling the folks while you were gone, uh, you know, we met through Damn. our mutual friend Sean. Yeah. Right? And like, I, he's like, dude, you have to meet my boy. Like, he's a rapper. He's cold. And I was like, man, and like we're we're kicking it, and you're just freestyling or, or just spitting raps. You had just like just killing it. I'm like, damn, man, this dude is legit. And there's not too many people that I hear like there's a particular sound, right? You hear that, you hear you hear the it thing. Like people have it, and some people they put out music, and it's just like, okay, yeah, like I can see where they're going, but they need some time to develop. Yeah. Some people put out mixtapes that are albums. You know what I yeah. mean? Like your music is is like I heard it. I'm like, okay, this dude. It's, it's like it's not a matter of if, it's just when. That's what everybody says. So I've been scared for a long time. So I've been following you for music. a while. So you can't be. So you got to get over that fear because I've been following you for a while, bro. So, I mean, I immediately called my boy Antonio. I'm like, look, dude, I gotta this, let you hear some shit I'm like, this dude's I gotta ill. some exclusive shit. Dude, I even tried to connect you with my boy um, 420 online i was like dude yeah because uh, yeah, you put out different things over time like mm-hmm. oh who should i uh collab with who should i connect with i'm like mm-hmm. oh chris grinds a 420 i'd love to see you guys connect well anybody who like wants to come to the shop you see i got this little studio space in here you know what i'm saying yeah but it's just like right now for of course well it's the beauty cold. is you don't even have to be in the same city these days that's that's great the, that's the beauty that is great he's in la nowadays oh yeah, i'm he, gonna be there he was in columbia at that's the number, time that's the number two city right there yeah dude so that's good for me like it things didn't pan out the way that it was supposed to until like right about now is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I had to learn the industry because I'm not on a, I'm not on a record label. I'm an independent artist. Yeah, if you don't put your music out the right way, you're not gonna get your money from it. And if it's you don't process. get your money from it, guess what you're gonna do? You're gonna struggle and you're yeah. gonna be basically being a consumer. Yeah, instead well, of it's a process. You know. Okay, I want to put a dog. I want to put a dog at deer, dog ear here. We're 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 gonna come right back to it. All right, bet. Because I have I know I have a statement I want to say, which is gonna it ties in what you're saying. But right. I want to get back to because I can't just gloss over it because I think it's super important. We're 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 past the conversation now. But when you stab someone when you're 17, oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing, and I so said many that things I can tell you. I know, about but that. I said it's fucked up because whenever you said like you're able to pay your way out of it and i say that's fucked up because you see it oftentimes where it's it's a situation where it's people doing horrific shit mm-hmm. and getting off for it your case was you're a 17 year old guy and i and i wasn't and it was th- in defense of my little exactly. brother exactly i wasn't there for everything so let's just say mm-hmm. you're 17 year old guy your brother's getting the shit beat out of him or whatnot and you do something and he was like Either 11 way. or 12 at the time and so this guy was 16 so and like 6 start, foot something so let's start thinking this through right okay so it's like a fight or flight situation yeah. you're 17 years old we know that your brain isn't even fully developed until you're 25 right so we actually hold children to a very high standard sometimes i think because oh, yeah. You know, we're not that I'm older now. It's like if I could talk to if I could go back in time, I'd be like, whoa, bro. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You've had time to mellow out and chill out and learn and grow. So what I think (laughs) before you do this. So that should be something that's taken into consideration. I think that we should look at everything in its entirety, take into Mm -hmm. account what was happening, who was involved. Okay, he's 17. Like his mind isn't really developed. Do we need to fucking ruin his life right now? Oh, and unfortunately, man. a sentence at a young age, you know, in oh, my it mind, it's mean, a life sentence. I don't care what kind of felony charge you catch for the dude, most part. It it's is a, a life sentence because I never exactly. ever got a job for exactly. real after I got the fuck out. You can't I got, vote. I got one job. They don't allow you well, to vote. I got lucky because I don't know. I must be in the system somehow because I voted for Obama the first time. So you're in a good spot then. Yeah. So I I got to vote every time. 
time. You know what I'm saying? So, I voted yeah. right before I got convicted, and then when I came back out, I was able to vote again. Oh, good for I'm, you, dude. Yeah, I vote for like a lot of local things and all that. But that's the thing. Like I caught my case in '06, and I caught I caught another case. In 08, while I was out on bond, I caught a case. I had a bunch of weed in Maryland Heights. I had like over a pound, a couple of scales and shit. Shit was just, just dumb. Just being young and dumb, doing stupid one, shit, being impulsive. That was the thing that really tipped me over the edge. Like, I was going to get supposedly like some type of probation, but it was better for me to get locked up than get probation because, okay, I get 10 years probation. I'm still a kid, one mishap, and I'm fucking out of there for 10 years. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. But that's how the system works, and that's how they wanted to do. So right. Me so, catching another charge was just like, okay, well, damn, now you're going to have to take a plea deal. Yeah. So that's my point. Like, we hold people to a very high standard, and I don't I don't think we use our brains all the time. In, no, in those, in those so it's it's Come this on. it's the system look that's our, set up for look at failure. our exes we yeah. didn't use our brain all the time yeah come man. on man <laughs> it's just a uh, it's just a system that that sets people up for failure down the road whenever they do finally start to calm down it's and a, they are in a place to be productive system remember yeah. you have to be in fear of something like you either you're in fear of your parents you're in fear of your teachers and instructors you're yeah in fear of your disciplinarians you're in fear of whoever your superior is at work you're right. in fear of the correctional office like kids Kids are not taught to fear like people. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. Uh, you know, we have – well, w- in that scenario, you also – we start – we love labels. We start putting labels on people, and we mm-hmm. put them in this box their whole life. Like, you're probably called a violent person because of that. My whole life, bro. I'm like, damn, this shit happened in 06. And I, I, I never forget the, I it because these nerves in this pinky – I never can bend my shit. Yeah. Again, it's been like this ever since that happened because the blade slipped yeah. in the midst of it in, w- in one of the multiple stabs. Yeah. So this is something that I have to – this huh. makes me – this is something that reminds me. I have to tuck my yeah. – like if I want to fight someone, I have to literally think about it. Right. Or else break my hand. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I wasn't there. All I know is that just in the gr- in the big picture of things – I just sometimes feel, feel like that we hold little kids. We hold people who are just still yeah, developing. like I don't know. Like we hold them to as this. As long as you didn't murder nobody, don't kill anybody. Try not to do any fucked up shit. Yeah. I'm not saying that the the things that some people do are okay. So That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that those things are okay. If people do, you know, some people get violent and they do, and there are some bad people from very early on. You but know what that's I mean? The thing, heroes are also violent. But because they're fighting for some good shit, you don't recognize that they just sliced the nigga head off. That's often true too. That's why it's I a fuck part with of Deadpool society. Because Deadpool is like the he's really the superhero. Anti-hero. But he's a hero. Yeah, yeah, I can totally dig it. Yeah, it just it just blows me away whenever I meet people who have gotten older <laughs> and they've learned and. But now they're serving like this life sentence for something they did. Oh when they yeah, because now they just a think very like, young man. And I just think that's not fair. You know what no, I mean? I don't. Not, I don't think that's I, okay. I could, I could, I, I, not that life's fair, but I, I don't think that's okay. I got. I, I got a total of thirteen years. I got a five year sentence, uh, for the ace. No, I got a five year sentence for the assault second. It was assault first, but we got to drop down. Then I got uh three years for the ACA. Three. It's three year minimum mandatory. By the way, that's armed criminal action. So, the thing I was facing three years to infinity. Yeah. And armed criminal action is infinity you can get infinity like life like i was a kid and they were like your sentence ranges from three to infinity exactly and one of my friends said infinity nigga (laughs) damn in the middle of the court everybody (gasps) looking back y'all just y'all just heard infinity and act like that's some calm shit and (laughs) you think this kid ain't supposed to react like i can't even grasp that number just you know the whole rest of that day like when we got when i got out of court that day you know what i'm saying he was like infinity nigga (laughs) (laughs) 
Dude, it's 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 crazy to think, but uh, yeah, I just I just wanted to touch on that because yeah, oh my um, bond was with five hundred k. It was five hundred k. It got reduced down to a hundred k. Yeah, no ten percent. So, so shout, out, shout out to my mom for coming up with a hundred bands. It's a hundred bands for me to be talking shit to all of these. What was it? Rappers. What was it like being locked up at that age? Um, being so young. I mean, it, were you scared? Was, were you nah, scared? Nah, I wasn't really scared. And well, at first, I was like, man, I didn't know what to really expect. I mean, you more scared of the guards. I was more so scared of the guards than Just I was the of the unknown. people. Because oh, dude, it's, like racism still is real. It's it oh, really very exists. Real. Like especially with the guards. Well, like, we're all just apes, dude. Shit. We're all just apes, and we like we yeah. like uh, tribes. They did some racist shit to me. They said some shit like one of the guards or something like that. And I went and told a counselor. You know what I'm saying? I set up an appointment to tell a counselor. You're a counselor. I thought you cared. So yeah, no. my bad. I was mistaken. I let them know what happens. And this dude literally looks me in my face and says, we don't give a shit about niggers here. And I said. Oh, shit. One of the guards said that? No, the, the counselor. counselor said this. And you have to understand. Where were you who, locked up at? I was locked up in Bonterre. And I was locked up in Boonville Correctional Center. Uh, in and, Missouri. Yeah, so what level, are those level twos? Um, no, no. That was uh, Level four was Bonterre and, and uh, level three for Boonville. Level two is where the, uh, the sex offenders go because they get their ass beat in any other camp. They got to go to some little, you know what I'm saying? They got to yeah, go to. They get fucked up otherwise. Yeah. I mean, like, come on, bro. Like, come on, man. Kids are kids, dude. Yeah, you just not... telling me how my mind ain't fully developed and I'm making a fucked up decision. So how could you try to make a decision, any type of sexual decision with yeah. a kid? I don't some give people a fuck just what stop. I don't is. know what age, and I don't know. It just depends on the person. Yeah. But some people just stop developing. All into, you know, like yeah, they reach like, a, a certain yeah. age and they just stop. That's because they're not trying to, ex- to push themselves or grow or, or any of that kind of shit. But I owe my mom, though. I owe, I owe you still. You know what I'm saying? Like, I did pay her back a little bit because I gave her the gift of grandmotherhood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She loves little Vincent. Yeah. And he's also named after her older brother that she lost. Yeah. So it's like the that's circle of life, you know? Yeah. You that's know? all positive. So that's cool. At least my mom, I mean, my mom feels good because she's like, dang, if you would have been locked up, you would have never had a kid. I would have never had it. You know? Yeah. It's a lot of things that happen. And and that's what I was trying to explain to all my friends. Like, a lot of my friends kind of gave up on their dreams. A lot of my friends that are all doing different things. A lot of people do. And a lot of a lot of people that you, like, grew up with, like kids and stuff like that, when you were kids, they will change based upon the path that they've taken. And they don't realize the path that they've taken has changed them. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to work at a company for 10 years if that company isn't who you are. Yeah. Because now you're a whole fake-ass motherfucker. Yeah. And I don't know when you're being real or not because you've been being fake with customers for 10 years where if you come into my shop, this is my skateboard shop. I'm going to tell you, hey, man, that boy's sick. Uh, I don't know about this one. This boy kind of trash for you. You're not really a kid. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you're gotta. older, so I would say this size. Or I would be, I can give you passion. I don't have to, I can shoot the shit with you. I don't have to be Just like. being honest. Yeah, I can be honest. When you work for a corporation, you don't have the luxury to be honest because this ain't even your shit. You got to fake it till you make it. It's important to be authentic. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's the most important part of being me. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to be as authentic as I possibly can because yeah. anything else is like me compromising to not live who live my life as who I'm supposed to be. Right. So let me come back to that dog here. Because um, oh, this yeah. is all, this is all, it's it's relevant because we're, we're, <laughs> we're talking about I mean authenticity and uh, I mean what you're doing so to your music right and and you need to put out more and 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 I'm dude, sitting on a lot of so, music dude fucking kill it so have you heard there's an artist that I just recently came across and um, the more I've learned about this guy is it's just fucking he's a fucking hustler he's self made millionaire dude his name's Russ. Have you heard? Oh yeah, I know all about Russ. Dude, Russ is that dude. He put out ten albums for free. 
Yeah. So does that not say something? Yeah, but he. That's also, what I'm. But Russ also makes his own beats. I'm not a producer. He does it all. Like he does I want to be able to produce, but you have to understand. I have the ability to sing and I have the ability to rap. Can I play the piano? Yes. So you need to link up Can with I play the producer, the and you guys yes. need to do that. I got some producers, but this is the thing. Everybody is on Instagram. Everybody's on Facebook. Everybody's chasing the next big thing. That's why they never catch the thing that's right up under their nose, and they're like, "Damn." Like, if this person's hot right now, this is who the producers are chasing after instead of trying to build with somebody. Like, my resume wicked is as far like, I have nine songs. I have two singles. I have Facade, that's that poster. I yep. have Duck Club. Good song. And then I have the Danger Room EP, yep. which is seven songs. That's just me testing out the waters, literally. Yeah. I've gotten so many major shows with that because I did it right. Yeah. There are literally people in my city, in this city, that have dropped ten albums, and they ain't Russ, dog. Yeah. <laughs> no, they that's feel true. like they feel like but giving up. But that's where the quality comes in, right? That's where yeah. some people I think of also um I mean Mac Miller would put out albums that were I mean face or put out yeah, mixtapes that were like that, dude, though. that were like well, albums. Well this is the thing that I Logic I did wanna, that yeah. coming up. Like these don't are mixtapes that were albums. Beats. Don't logic make beats. They only call like the only reason that those rappers at the time was calling them mixtape their albums mixtapes because they didn't have a major to push behind well, it they gave to be considered an album. Mac Miller did. Mm. For which album? Uh, yeah. his his faces mixtape was right in the middle of all his shit. Mm. He just it's just music he had. What was it? What it was it? Where could you find it at? Um, I would download it. I never. I didn't like that piff. There was a um, ah, shit. There was a uh, there was an app, not yeah. an app. There's a website like that this it. girl put me on. Live mixtapes spin real. Low. What? My mixtape? Somethingology. Musicology. Oh, okay. I, I don't know what it was, but I used to listen to that because it was, it was 2013. I listened to that Faces mixtape, and I listened to the MGK uh, uh, Black Flag mixtape. Both of those were like albums. And when, uh, yeah, like I said, when Logic was coming up, putting on mixtapes like albums. So look where MGK is right now. If Black Flag Russ did actually, that. If Black Flag was an actual album, his career would not be where it is right now. It's harder for you to find mixtapes than it is for you to find albums, and it's because, like, the record labels are not in control of mixtapes. Yeah. Because usually mixtapes are um you rapping on other people's beats. Oftentimes. And, Oftentimes. You're, and if, if it's a true so mixtape, you're not allowed to sell it, right? It has to be free. Yeah, if it's a true mixtape, it has to be free. But the only reason it's free is so you don't get hit with copyright claims for rapping on other people's beats. Right. It's a business. Yeah. And this is the difference between Lil Wayne and Gucci Mane. Yeah. Lil Wayne has some of the best mixtapes I've ever heard. Yeah. But guess what? You but can't find that stuff anymore. Look how much he put out. Just he put it out. His content is amazing. But yeah. Gucci Man, he did it right. And people didn't understand at first. I'm not going to act like I was a Gucci Man fan when he first came out. When him and Jeezy was beefing, yeah. I, was, I was fucking with Jeezy more because Jeezy was more industry polished versus Gucci being independent. I didn't understand the power in being independent. You but get more of your dollar. Yeah. Little John and them were independent. Yeah, but that's it, it's it's deeper than that. You control your catalog, like Gucci mm-hmm. Man. If Gucci Man, all of his old mixtapes, you own everything. He owns it all. Like all yeah. of this shit says, so icy entertainment or ten seventeen brick squad or whatever. Anything that's associated with Gucci Man, he owns this shit. Where where Lil Wayne was trying to fight for years to get Birdman to let him release the quarterfire. You get the difference? No, I understand. I don't want to rush my shit You're out right. and then it don't be right. And then I'm, oh, man, I can't even perform this song because I did this. Uh, you don't want to be that person. I, yeah. I keep seeing people on Instagram talking about they can't release music or they can't perform or they should have never signed the deal. 
Anybody that's waiting on me, I appreciate it. I didn't expect to be having to put my money in the skate shop or else it would be more money put in the music right now. But would it be the best Chris Grimes? Because Chris Grimes is literally skateboarding the music. That's why the name is the name. I was Chris Grimes as a rapper before I even had the skateboard opportunity. So that's like... I don't know, man. I just have to go through this point. But we're in 2019 now, so, like, I mean, I don't know. How many songs am I going to release this year? I don't know. But there's going to be a lot. Well, it's a process, and we're in a beautiful time with social, right? Yeah. Because you have you have direct access to your listeners. But there's also the flip side that the, everybody has direct access to your listeners. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you got to make people, like, addicted to you. Yeah. You know I, got I, mean? like, I got, like, what? I got, like, nine songs out right now. Yeah. Before this quarter is over... I will have at least like four or five extra songs out. So like, yeah. just chill, guys. Just hold on, man. What if you just put out, um, dude? Because you're 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 really good at freestyling. Yes, what I would love to put out more freestyle content. Why don't you just put out clips of you freestyling on Instagram, like a minute clip? You throw up a beat, you freestyle for a minute, you upload, boom. You want to talk about content? All right, you want to talk about this guy? You want to talk about? <laughs> displaying skill all right i'll do it getting people to fucking say oh shit all right well what's he gonna spit today what's he gonna spit today what's he gonna spit today yeah that's all that's all i'm saying man just more content it doesn't have to be songs albums i mean it doesn't have to be full songs full albums you just put your craft out there yeah that yeah. makes me think like may- maybe i was held back a little bit like I was gonna start doing that i actually had did something um yeah at one point for like bad and bougie um, I had a freestyle little video that I made, and then I sent it to my DJ at the time, and um, she critiqued it really hard, and she was yeah. like, "Redo it," and I'm like, "Redo a freestyle? Fuck that!" You just know what I'm saying? Out, bro. And I didn't put it out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, that that really that's something that actually did deter me from doing the shit because it's like, dude, it's just one. You're supposed to keep shooting. You're supposed to keep shooting. Yeah. And it, that wasn't the positive self talk. She was like, kind of like um. Looking at what everybody else was doing. Yeah, and it's easy to critique yourself, too, dude. It's easy for a motherfucker who ain't doing shit to critique you, too. It is. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I should have just dropped this shit at the time when this shit was hot. Um, I mean, whatever, dude. I have have a fucking treasure trove of phones and freestyles. Like That's what I'm saying. Like, literally. You really do. It doesn't take anything to set that bitch up, record yourself for 30 minutes, Freestyling, and then that's that's thirty clips. That's a month of content. Man, I'm telling you, and I'd have hard time sorting through this stuff. That's my yeah. that's my real problem. For yeah, real. man. Um, but uh, oh, it's on the other phone. It's on this phone. I have like eight clips of from the fifteenth of this month. Like two of them are like thirty minutes, and I know we were freestyle freestyling for hellas, man. Just smoking yeah. and shit. Like, did you start freestyling doing battles? Is that how you started? Um, or no, I didn't start freestyling doing battles. I started freestyling just because I like to freestyle. Like I was freestyling because of like oh, that's probably about, is that rap how, city it, in the basement. That's how you got into battling. Is probably yeah, that's how you got into battling. But yeah, what, yeah. The, let's flip that. Is freestyling how you? Because I mean, into like, battling? I mean, even to this day, it's like, man, I'm not really. I wouldn't call myself a battle rapper, but I can battle rap against people because I mean, it's my rhymes versus your rhymes, and I yeah. don't care how cool your rhymes sound. I'm gonna hit you with the facts. It's a lot of people that rap about guns and gun violence and all of this stuff. But if you take away the gun, what are you gonna do? I battled a lot of people in prison, and once yeah, the I remember gun you bars, talking about. Yeah, yeah so once the gun bars out the question, then what you got to say, bro? Because yeah. I'll knock you the fuck out. <laughs> his hands. Yeah. Is that you think you think battle rapping was your martial art? 
Not uh, a little I, bit to a degree, maybe. Yeah. Did you ever think of it like that? No, but I mean, <laughs> I guess my words are weapons and stuff like that to a degree. But that's a couple of martial arts that I really want to get into. I want to learn Ishin Ru and shit. What's that? It's like kind of like Ryu's uh, <laughs> fighting style is very powerful. You know what I'm saying? Huh. Uh, I want to learn Karl McGraw. Um, Dude, what you need to do is just learn jujitsu. Everybody keeps telling me I need to learn jujitsu. Well, if you want to learn something that actually works. Jiu-jitsu, if you're trying to learn some stand-up shit, maybe Muay Thai, boxing, Oh, yeah, we have Muay Thai. <sighs> but if you're going to pick one. Ah, jiu-jitsu was going to be in it because, I mean, I, I, you I, go do I, that one. I fuck with Bruce Lee hard. So, like, That's you know not Bruce saying? Lee. but I know it's not Bruce Lee, <laughs> but I'm just saying I read his books and I know there was something that, that he incorporated well, he was, into his shit. Like when he was making Kundo, Kundo. Yeah. yeah, He was just very open, right, just to wherever things could go. He was one of the very first proponents of, like, MMA. Yeah, he's the, he the MMA father, low-key. He's one, yeah, for real. <laughs> So he was definitely open to different styles, but if you're gonna learn one, bro, jujitsu, for sure. Jujitsu, it is. Yeah, like like my, like my boy Gracie. <laughs> Gracie, I seen I yeah. seen those commercials. I was like, damn, this shit really work like that. One hundred percent. Damn, one hundred percent. If you're gonna learn one martial art, that's what I have. Both of my kids in jujitsu. Okay, I, I teach jujitsu. I I know that. That's why I'm yeah, like, he's trying man. to give you to do the jujitsu. I mean, Listen, I train. With you. I got one friend too, my boy Caleb Killer. He's a skater and stuff, and he be filming and stuff. But he does. He like he's doing kung fu. Yeah, like he he, he does it. Like that's cool. I I probably should learn kung fu and jujitsu. I might be cold with that shit, dude. I want to be an old man. That's like a martial arts. Like I don't want to be a master, <laughs> but I want to be good enough to like make people be like, what the fuck? Yeah, this old ass man has skills. Well, if you want to be able to handle yourself. Yeah. Jujitsu is the key. All right, I'm telling Ju- you, jujitsu it is. Then we yeah. should. They don't, I don't know. Yeah, let's let's set up a session, man. We'll figure I, it out. I learned. I know you can probably teach me some cool stuff. So teach yeah. how to choke people fucking unconscious. Yeah, I just don't want to. I mean, if I ain't got to kill them, then cool. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't want to kill nobody unless it's a necessity. Like, well, like, at the end of the day, it's not about hurting others, but it's yeah. about protecting yourself. Yeah, and sometimes and neutralizing the situation yeah. very fastly. Sometimes you have times, to hurt others to protect yeah, yourself. Though. Exactly. There've been times I've been with my kid, and I'm just like, oh man, this is a liability right now. You need to be able to, yeah, shut some shit down quick. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't. I would reason with people. I mean, the older you get, you can reason with people. You can talk to them, but some people you can't. Some talk people to. you can't. Yeah, I mean, there's a balance in energy. Right? Yeah, some it's like, people. Damn, you can't. It doesn't matter what you, you just do can't or say. Reason with, unfortunately. You'd be like, damn, you must we fight. Yeah. <laughs> well, shit, man. Let's wrap this up. The uh, right. the floor is yours. Uh, what do you want me to say? I don't know. Anything um, that you want? Is there anything you want to promo? Sponsors? Uh, uh, your socials, if you want to okay, drive so people there. Out. How can check people check you out? Check your music. The whatever only you want thing to talk that about. matters is the name. Chris Grinds, C H R I S G R I N D Z, because you gotta grind to the end. That's why they call me Chris Grinds. Follow me on Spotify, uh, follow me on Instagram, and follow me on Twitter. Those are the most important places to follow me on. Um, if you follow me on Spotify, uh, you'll get all like the new music notifications because I'm dropping a lot of shit this year. Um, coming to a city near you i don't know man hit me up man i respond man i'm a real person if i ain't got time i ain't got time i mean i'm doing a lot of things but yeah hit me up with your feedback is there a, uh do you guys have a uh a website for the skate shop oh yeah uh sanctuary.org and it's basically s-a-n-c-s-h-u then where.org that's the website it's it's, it's popping it's, it's also run by me i don't let anybody know <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. All right, man. I appreciate Peace. you doing this, brother. Uh, no problem, man. I'm glad you came. You know what I'm saying? Come check out the shop. Yeah, come to the St. Shoe Skate Shop. I'll get you right, get you some boards. And also, anybody that like, is a a clothing designer, if y'all want to get y'all clothes in the shop, I mean, like it's I'm only a call away like Chingaling. So, yeah. All right, then.